Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a set of scratch, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of scratch, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of scratch, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, John. Welcome to episode 383 of the Drunk Dash Podcast. I'm Moses Owen. I'm Tyler. Joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Well, I'll tell you what, Tyler. I'm exhausted after today. There's so much work that had to be done. But at the same time, I'm glad that I got it finished and that I have two days at least in order to refuel and refocus myself for the next week. <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, just the uh, just the whole surviving the whole West Coast is on fire thing, that has definitely been a thing over the past week. But thankfully, I'm not inside of like any major wildfire zones. For any listeners listening in, yes, at this current moment in time, as we are recording, the entire West Coast, in some way or another, is on fire. <laughs> yes, due to actually, due to actual people going through and setting things ablaze, to crazy weather. Who knows what exactly some of the causes are but let's just say that uh yeah it could be better in terms of the air quality around here <laughs> so a better part of my day was spent with my mask on out in public like yeah because uh struggling with like uh, the air quality is yeah has definitely been a bad like case and issue but other than that i'm doing all right tyler how have you been doing all right man it's, it's kind of crazy we're like Maybe M. Night Shyamalan was on to something when he had that movie about the wind was killing people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's the trees! And the trees are like passing off like this. I don't remember what the name of the movie. Like, it's, something, it's happening or it's what's happening. Or but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's weird. Like, you know, there's been so many twists and it's like, man, maybe M. Night Shyamalan was on to something. He, he knew something was coming that we didn't know. We, he was COVID. That was that was the twist to his uh, his movies this whole time. It was uh, He saw it coming. Bastard. Think he would... Tell us instead of these, like, ah, surprise! COVID's thing. <laughs> what a twist. Dick. <laughs> what, a, what a twist. <laughs> what a douche. In the year 2020, uh, we're going to do all sorts of various political stuff. We're going to have a pandemic. We're going to go through, and we're going to have, like, a whole bunch of riots and everything else going on. And on top of that, we're going to have those wildfires all over the West Coast. What a twist. Yeah. I was going to get a hurricane. Oh, God. <laughs> we're going to have tropical storms in the East Coast. There's a there's a there's a asteroid headed our way. Uh, yeah, what, what's what's what is it for October? That's what I want to know. What, what we get in October? November we have the asteroid. I want to know what's coming October. That's that's let's just get it out of the way. Just tell me now. Killer badgers. Just... <laughs> Dude, that's like my third worst fear. Let's not do that. <laughs> Killer badgers. <laughs> Killer badgers is definitely top five. Uh, what are what like a slow news week? We're gonna do our top ten worst fears. Oh God! <laughs> it's like number three, killing killer badgers. We already had we had the murder hornets. Why not killer badgers? You know. I oh, you know, right? We had the murder hornets and stuff. Those stupid freaking like, uh, oh those, uh, oh God, those uh, 
insect, those type of species of uh, bees or something like that that live predominantly yeah. in Japan, migrating themselves all the way up to the West Coast, ironically inside Washington State. So, hey, <laughs> oh, that's another thing I need to dodge. So, eh. God, it's just... It's, got fires, it's you got murder horns. Yeah. Fucking cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Fucking mass hysteria. I don't know. I... I'm doing okay. Otherwise, though, it's been a, it's been a week. You know, obviously everything going on, um, you know, nothing too too crazy going on. Otherwise, uh, I was gonna say something and I totally like spaced it as I was speaking. Like I was leading myself to it and it was gone, completely gone. Um, I do want to just mention again. I've I've already talked about it enough. I know, but the 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 Brita man, is it? It's got to be the best invention ever. Like ugh. the. Mm, chef's kiss of water, you know. So I got to, I'm like every time I pour myself a glass, I just feel like Chef Gordon Ramsay pouring a glass of, of water. I'm just like, mm, mm, good, it's good. It's not bland, not not bland, <laughs> not bland, not not rotten, not rotten. Sorry, um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Kitchen Nightmares lately. Uh, nothing else to do right now. Just, you know, just waiting on goddamn fucking video games to play. Um, <laughs> yeah, I say that, but uh, I was looking at the release schedule for the rest of the year, and my god. It's it's bad, uh, you know what? We we got a lot to talk about, so I think Let's we should just it. jump on into it because I'm just gonna start rambling on stupid shit. Um, so uh, we're gonna go in the, jump in the news because there is a lot of it. Uh, we're gonna start off with probably the biggest news of the week, uh, and that is the uh, Xbox Series S was officially revealed, the worst kept secret in gaming, and also the Series X. Uh, we got the, the the official price and the release dates for these things. So uh, kind of start off Monday night randomly on Labor Day. I'm not sure how. You know, people were like, oh, man, was this a plan leak? I'm like, yes, I'm sure at 10 o'clock on a Monday night on Labor Day, that's what they wanted to do is uh, is start tweeting uh, or having delays or leaks come out. Um, so the Series S was, was officially revealed. It's going to be – it was leaked $300. And then finally, like literally like 2.15 in the morning, Monday night, they officially like, revealed the Series S, which is like – that's how crazy – that just shows you how weird 2020 is. is Xbox is revealing consoles at 2 o'clock in the morning on a, on a Monday night. Um <laughs> So it's gonna be three hundred dollars. It's gonna be it's a slightly less powerful version of it. It's, it's got a five hundred uh, gigabyte internal hard drive. Uh, it doesn't play four K, but it does fourteen forty P. And then that's coming November tenth. As long as with the uh, uh, Series S or oh, God damn, I'm gonna do this for the next seven years. Gables, I'm gonna be doing this. I'm gonna mix up <laughs> S and X. The Series X will be coming out for five hundred dollars on November tenth as well. Uh, that one does play the four K. We already know all about that one. Um, obviously, the big thing we didn't know about was the S. But when you uh, before we get into anything else, what was your thoughts on the uh, the prices for this thing? Oh, you know what? The prices, especially for the Series S, very competitive. I feel like that's very competitive in terms of uh, their other their digital model, pretty much. This is mm. their Series oh, yeah, S yeah. is like the digital yeah. only model right here. Yep, I forgot to mention that. Thank you. you know that what was it? Three hundred dollar price point. Yep. Three hundred dollars for an Xbox Series S. Sure, it's not completely four K. It's fourteen forty P, but at the same time, it's I would suspect it's going to be more or less aimed towards frame rate stuff when certain games go yeah. through and support it. So technically you're getting yourself a console, an all-digital console, that's more powerful in some regards than the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. So that in of itself is a good deal, in my honest opinion. Because I believe this thing also in, in like to include some bits of a Game Pass alongside it, I would suspect... Um... Yeah, so the the big thing is uh, we'll jump at this as well is that they're having the all access uh, plan, but 
this is something they've had before. They did with the 360 at the end of last generation. They've been doing this with the uh, with the with the Xbox One and S and the X and everything like that. Uh, they started doing that. I want to say like 2017 or 2018, because that was I, I was that's the reason I bought the Xbox One X was, was because I was going to do the payment plan, but then I went to the I called the Microsoft store and they said yes, we're open, and I drove 45 minutes to the, micro, the closest Microsoft store to get the payment plan, and then they told me, oh yeah, no, we don't open until an hour from now. I'm like, why did you answer the phone then and tell me you're open? So I went to the Best Buy across the street from the mall and I bought it. I just bought one outright. Uh, no, I'm not upset about that still. I moved on. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, so they have a, uh, the Owl Access payment plan. So it's $25 a month for the S for two years. But that includes uh, when you when you do it, they give you two years. Uh, they give you two years with the codes, uh, two one-year codes for Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, uh, which is $15 a month. So essentially you're paying $10 a month for the console. Uh, and then... For the X, it's $35 a month, and you also get same deal with the Game Pass Ultimate. So you're not paying any extra money than you would have if you got the console and Game Pass Ultimate for two years. So it's you're just wow. breaking that payment up over two years. So I don't know. I, what, did you, what did you think about the uh, payment plan and all that, too? To be perfectly honest, I thought that was very, I thought that was very interesting in that regards because mm. they're giving their consumers an option to where, obviously, during this whole pandemic stuff, a lot of people out of jobs, a lot of people going through struggling to make some money and stuff. Not a lot of them are going to go through and buy a $500 console or a $300 console just out of the pocket and change. So it's like they're continuing on doing what they they knew was highly successful inside of previous console launches and stuff, was have this sort of uh, pay-as-you-go sort of implement. Only this one's a bit more uh, expanded, and it's honestly, it's a very attractive deal in that regards because you're essentially, like you just said, you're paying for... Ultimate Game Pass on top of either a Series X or a Series S, and think about it this way: so you're paying thirty-five dollars a month just to just to go through and have an Xbox Series X, their most powerful system, mind you, that they're going to be releasing. You has a disc drive. You can play on your backwards compatible games plus whatever else they're going to go through and put on Game Pass, mm. give or take like exclusives and stuff. That's a very attractive deal for any consumer from the outsider looking in. And quite honestly, I feel like that's going to play a good intricate role in Microsoft having an advantage starting off with their system, personally. Yeah. And then also on top of that, you have EA Play coming to Game Pass later this year, too. Yeah, so now you're going to have a whole bunch of like uh, EA Classic stuff. Like, say, there's a bunch of good games that are on like the EA Play service. I'm talking about Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm talking about certain like uh, sports games that some people would be very much into and some Need battlefield games. games yeah yeah you got battlefield both battlefront games are on there i mean they're older games but they're i mean that's you know i mean it's still a good deal especially i mean you get the plus you get the 10 hour previews for all their games so like you yes. can play ufc 4 the new madden on there for 10 hours and then you get a discount i think it's 10 percent off anything you buy on there as well all right. those games you want to buy them permanently so yeah no i'm, I'm with you i think it's i mean I know a lot of people were saying they're going to go cheap with the S, and I I, I didn't fully. I, I figured five hundred dollars. I think was like a lot of people felt was right for these for the console this generation, uh, for the X. Uh, but I don't know if anybody was guessing three hundred for the no. um, for that lower end model. No, um, nobody was. I honestly believe that uh, a lot of people were not banking on the fact that the lower end Xbox Series model was going to be three hundred dollars. Yeah, because a lot I, of people guess, had in their minds like, okay, five hundred and then four hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I was guessing like the maybe three fifty in that range could be it was being slightly less powerful. 
and then not having a disk drive. Um, but 300, I mean, also they can afford it. And we've talked about before, like Xbox, like they're, it's kind of interesting now where you look at like for a long time, it was like Xbox, PlayStation were like directly competing for the same thing. And Nintendo was always off doing their own thing. And it's like now Nintendo's off still doing their own thing. But then you have like PlayStation, they're still selling their console. Like, no, this is the next gen experience. And then here's all our library of great first party games. And they got like Xbox, they're trying to sell you that service as, as in Game Pass Ultimate. It's like, well, we're trying you know, to sell you. Go well, ahead. you know, Tyler, it's like, we got that Sony showcase is going to be happening next week as of recording yep. here on like September 16th, was it? Yep, on Wednesday. Yep. On Wednesday, September 16th. I feel like that Sony cannot sell that digital only model higher than $300 now. I personally do um, not think they should. <laughs> I, I, I think they will and they can because the, 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 the disc, the discless, the digital only PS5 is just as powerful, has all the same specs in it as the regular PS5. Right. So I think they can get away with charging more for it. My argument is um, with this, and I've seen a lot of people say, like, oh, it's going to be four, it's going to be $50 less. It's, there's, it's not that much cheaper to have a disk drive taken on, which is true. Disk drives aren't that expensive uh, in, in the long run. But my argument is is like they, they could sell for 400 or 350 even. I, I would, I, they could argue, they could sell for 300 because if you get digital only one, they're, you have to buy all your games digitally. Well, yes. So they're going to make that money back. So even you think about it, even if you're somebody that buys, you're like the guy that play you only, only buys the big the big shooter game <laughs> and the sports games, you know, like you're going to get your money back even though they only buy four or five games a year. Over the couple of years, you're going to get that money back. You know, someone like me who I am ninety percent digital at this point, especially with like PS5 or PS4, and right. I'm almost one hundred percent digital on those. Like the Switch is the one thing I'm somewhat physical on on those. Um, that sounds sexual. I didn't mean it that way, but it's kind of true as well. Um, you know, like I'm going to buy, I, I buy easily triple a games, $60 games. You know, I, I buy seven, eight, nine of those a year, you know, uh, you know, not, not including the smaller indie games, stuff like that. So it's like, they're going to get their money back real fast on those things from people. You know, it's like, I, they could sell for 300, but I don't think they will. But I could see them doing I, three, I think three fifty or 400 is, um, it, there's an argument there for it where, I mean, I don't think all, I think a lot of people are missing that in that point, but go ahead. Right. Like I was saying, I feel like that they would be, it would be a detriment. I feel to Sony to go through and sell it for more than say the $300 mark only because I feel like that regardless of why the Xbox series S yes, it's a downgrade in terms of visual fidelity. You're not getting a complete 4k. You're getting like a 1440 P, but at the same time you're saving about a hundred dollars on this I'm guessing that Sony will probably go through and like have this their digital model sell for like $400 or whatsoever. But at the same time, if they do that, you know, a customer's going to look at a customer wants to go through and they want to invest instead of a digital only console, right? Well, Microsoft is already one of the more user friendly of them, where it's like it's $100 cheaper. Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, you pay when essentially if you go on that. Uh, per month deal and stuff that's included inside of everything. And so it's like you get to play online, have the ultimate game pass, have this digital only console, and you're only spending $300 for it. As opposed to when you have the all digital version of the PS5, we're not too sure what the price is right now, but I am going to make a guess right now where it's like, it's going to be either $400 or whatsoever. You have like things like PlayStation now and stuff like that, but I am not really too keen on the details of whether Sony is going to do something similar for their consoles in terms of a month-by-month payment basis. But I kind of feel like in terms of the broader appeal, consumers, I feel, are going to go with the console 
that's going to be less in price, still play the a lot of the same like third party sub games that are presented on the PS5. However, I feel like that's going to be a bit more of an advantage in my personal opinion. I mean, I think the, I think this whole thing is great with the Xbox. Like, I love the price point's perfect. Five hundred, I think, is what most of us all, like I said, already figured. Three hundred shot, I think, shocked everybody. Yes. Uh, payment plan, perfect. I don't think Sony will have one because I mean they could, but it's like Xbox. They've had one in place, and we don't really know. Like, I guess I shouldn't say for sure. We don't, but I, 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 I even looked too hard into it. But from what I hear by talking, like, I, the the payment thing they've had for a long time now has always been through like Microsoft stores. So it was like, is that all access plan that only going to be through Microsoft stores, which I imagine is going to be the case. Um, so, you know, like how, how easy are those going to get this, this, this generation or this, this fall, this holiday season, um, even the next six months. But, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I like, this is so cool and exciting. I even started talking to myself, like maybe like, like I've been like, I've been like in those Facebook groups, like I talk ship or on Twitter, talk to people and like reading the people talk about it. It's like, Oh man, it's so great! It's so awesome getting Game Pass, blah, blah blah, and all this stuff like that. But I'm just like, now I'm thinking about you. Think about it for like a few seconds. Like, what am I gonna play on it? You know, like I as for, if you're looking for like what's something I could play on it that you can't get anywhere else. You know, like something that's not gonna be. What's that big next gen game that sell that selling? Like the Medium is the is their big game they have that you can only get on Xbox. Right. The new Xbox. At the, moment, the Xbox yes. Series. They won't even be able to play those on on the Xbox Ones. Um, so it's like. And that game is, I mean, that game, I, I want to play that game really bad. It looks really good. But it, I, it definitely looks like that's like their showpiece game. Like, look what we can do with this thing, with this, with this console. But like, where's that big selling game? You know, and it's like, they don't have that. Like, Halo, they were, like, they put all their eggs in the basket, essentially, but two with Halo. And that fell through, obviously. Um, and for good reason, you know, it, good on them for doing it. But it's like, that didn't work out. So it's like, I mean, I get it. Like, if you're somebody that you know you, you just want to get in the next gen you you don't have the money like this is perfect for families especially like this is a yes. shitty year Con- these things are expensive anyways it's it's hard to get them in general anyways even for, you know middle class upper middle class but it's like from an affordable rate but like you know this year more than anything i think it's gonna be tough for most people like even more so than most years obviously to get one um so it's more from that standpoint get you in there cheap especially you know like you want to go for your kid, but you don't have the money for it. It's like, well, fuck, I can just pay thirty-five or twenty-five dollars a month, and he's got a new console. Yep. And then he's got this. And he's on top of that. Yeah, he's got the whole. You can sell that. Like, he's got an instant uh, backlog of games to play. And it's like, yep. But I mean, it's cool and all. It's like, hey, we have all these games you can play. But it's like these games have been out for a while. You know, it's like, that's very true. So it's like it's it's a weird thing. It's like I, I guess it's like what are you looking for? If you want, if you just want to get in the next gen, like, yeah, this is the way to go. But it's like, if you want, if you're looking for that reason of why you're next gen, like. There ain't a lot of reasons to be there, you know. It's like everything that's coming to it is third-party stuff. It's gonna be stuff that's on the on you can play on the on the on the Xbox One right now, or you know, it's like look at what what's you know. I'm not even trying to be the Sony pony here. Like I obviously, if you listen to the show long enough, you know I'm a Nintendo Sony guy. This this generation I am. You listen to, listen to me at the beginning of this this podcast over seven years ago. I was a Microsoft guy pretty much only. I was kind of a Sony guy. I like the first-party games, but like I fucking bash on Nintendo every week and like now I'm like I love Nintendo or I bash on them more than anybody I, I, I still bash on them more than I love them but <laughs> I bash on them because I love them um, it's a weird abusive relationship we're in where they they abuse me and I abuse them back um, but you know it's like PlayStation 5 uh, yeah they, they might not have that they might be a little more expensive they might have uh, they might not have this payment plan but they 
they're gonna have spider-man you know it's like they're i mean it's just kind of this weird thing where it's like they're like i said they're selling a service and sony's selling the next generation right thing where it's like i guess that's what you look for it's it's tough because it's just like there's so many variables where it's like i mean for me like i'm looking at this i'm like i want i go where the games are i've always said that like i am a guy that like i bought an xbox one x because there's a few games that aren't xbox one because there was finally enough games that i wanted to play same with the wii u and the 3ds i you know i'll you know I'll, there's enough games here i finally bought one and it's like i'm gonna go where the games are at. and eventually when the day comes and there's enough games that on on the xbox series x or there's that game that sells me on up because i have the one x so there's, i don't feel the reason to upgrade I've, I've talked about that before but like when that game finally comes and like i need to upgrade then yeah, I, I, that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Another thing I want to know is like this is maybe a, 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 I've asked this question before and I've never got an answer for it. Is like, say you get this payment plan, it's like, can I pay it early? You know, it's like that's the thing I can do. Like, say you're like, you know, there's a lot of families that are sh- struggling now, but then tax season comes around, we get our tax returns. Like, well, I don't want to pay thirty five dollars a month for this thing. I just want to pay pay the, the last you know five six hundred dollars off whatever much is on there. So I kind of just pay it off because like that would honestly like I could see myself doing that. You know, like. At a certain point, like I'll get the the payment plan, the all access plan, and then when I have some extra money, if I could chip away, like I was selling gables for the podcast, I'm a guy that pays. If I could pay shit ahead, I pay shit ahead. You know, it's right? Like, I got some extra cash in around, and like I don't have anything crazy going on. It's like, well, I'm gonna fucking pay six months ahead of fucking Netflix. You know, that's me. I'm a weird guy like that. It's like, like paranoid motherfucker. It's like, well, I'm fuck, I might be broke in four months, so it's like I won't be able to afford Netflix, so I better just pay it. You know, ahead. Um, I'm very weird and paranoid, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like that's something I want to know too. It's like I mean, that's not in the grand scheme of things, that's not all that important. But uh, yeah, like I said, I, I think this is great. It's just like I'm like I've been saying for, for it's like I've been saying for years. It's like Xbox has been killing it for the last four years on consumerism with the Game Pass backwards compatibility, uh, the, the payment plans, everything like that being affordable, more affordable. You know, it's like, but the biggest issue and still going into this generation now and like was like we thought Halo Infinite would be, like this fall would be the thing that kind of goes away with that it's like where are the games you know it's like like yeah you got all this great stuff but like where are the games so i don't know i mean we'll, we'll hear more but there's a couple more things i want to talk about this out of that um so assassin's creed valhalla was originally supposed to come out november 17th now it's coming out november 10th to launch with the xbox uh series s and x and also gears tactics finally got a release date it's been on pc since like february or march but it's finally coming out they've announced on november 10th as well so that's basically their big uh, exclusive launch game for uh, Xbox um, is uh, we're getting the medium and uh, Gears Tactics. So, um, uh, anything interesting? Anything in those intrigue you at all? No, not currently at the moment. Okay. I mean, I've talked about it before. I'm I'm super pumped for Gears Tactics. Uh, I love those um, XCOM style games. I just don't I actually don't like XCOM though itself because just it's too deep and I don't give a shit about the the side stuff. I just want to. I like the gameplay. Um, so if anybody's heard me rant about how great uh, Mario plus Rabbids is, you, you'd understand that our steam world heist, but uh, moving on, you know, speaking of, speaking of game, uh, uh, payment plans, uh, GameStop is considering having payment plans this holiday season as well for the new consoles. Uh, they're, they're thinking of a few things, thinking of doing a layaway, which I've done before. I don't know if they've ever done for like uh, the holiday. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if most stores do that for the new consoles and shit like that when they come out, uh, if they do layaways or not. But, uh, they're also thinking about doing a, uh, a couple of installment plans as well, where there's a there's a place called Quad Play, uh, where you have to you basically have to pay uh, make four payments over six weeks uh, to pay it off. So you basically have like I said six weeks to, to pay it off. Uh, and then there's another one named Klarna. I don't know. I mean, obviously I don't know these, but like uh, that they are you. This when you make payment plans, you have twelve months to pay it off. 
Um, but they're pretty strict on if you miss a payment, then you get to get, they take the shit back. Um, so this isn't like, and there's also a rent to own one, which we don't really know what that means exactly. So, um, this is something they're considering. And this is this, the kind of the talk out of this is like the consumer wouldn't pay any more money. You're not going to pay an interest rate, but these will, these will, you will, they will do a credit check where the Microsoft one will not do a credit check on you. Uh, so you have to be pre, you have to be approved to get, to get these. But, um, I mean, I don't know, not too much more to say on this, but I think, you know, cause you know, GameStop, it's, they've, they've had a really rough quarter. They announced, I think they said they lost $111 million last quarter and oh, they're closing. Yeah. They already announced they're going to close 300 stores this year. They've announced they're going to closing and they're 100, 150 stores. So, um, so they're actually, about I, between... I, the last that I was checked, they were actually going through and closing about like, God, even more than that now, like about 600 stores. Oh, okay. All right. I, I guess the, I didn't see at that. At least by the end of the year and also through 2021, they were actually planning more closures. Okay. All right. I missed that part then. I, I, I so yeah, so that's, I mean, obviously they're doing bad, and this is, you know, I mean they've been they were the the they've sold more consoles than any other store, um, this generation. Uh, so it's curious. I think they're hoping for that big bump this year. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I hope. I, hope, I think this once again it's still cool. It sucks they might do a credit check, but I mean, if you're someone that wants to get it, you know, if you have decent credit, I don't know how strict they're going to be on this stuff. But but I mean the only downside is you have, like for like the quad, but they go quad play. You have six weeks to pay it off, um, and then uh, you have to do. And both of these, you have to do a, a, a down payment, and no idea how much. Obviously, these are gonna, the down payment has to be at the beginning, but you will have to do some sort of a down payment um, for these. But uh, and then obviously the Klarna one doesn't sound as bad. Where it's gonna be, you have uh, have a year. You have to do monthly payments for a year to pay it off. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Too much said. Not too much more to add on that, but it sucks here. GameStop is because I mean we everybody talks shit about GameStop, but I mean I think. I mean, I, I like I'd rather have a GameStop than not have a GameStop around. Honestly, I mean, it's it's nice to be able to trade games in every now and again, even though if they give you shitty value, it's like I'd rather have the option to trade these games in and get something for them than not at all. But um, moving on here, so we had the Ubisoft Forward as well on Thursday. Uh, so it started off really weird. Like earlier in the day, they had they uh, Guillermo came out with the whole message about how you know, oh hey, you know, people found out Ubisoft's really shitty lately and there was like it happened right before last uh the, the july ubisoft 4 we had um and then they put they did the same thing they put it out there before the show separate from the event and they're like i was oh yeah it was a time period we didn't have enough time to do that and it's like this has been going on for three months now and then they t- made the same argument again that oh we didn't have time to put this four minute thing in here from our ceo oh, in the event God. but but we had a three-minute fucking music video in Watch Dogs Legions, but we didn't have time for a fucking uh, a, a statement from our president, our CEO, that rather. Um, but uh, going, this was about a 45-minute event. Uh, I was, I'm just going to run through these one, one by one here. So start off. Uh, actually, I didn't start off. I'm, I'm going to go in order by this article I have here. Uh, so we got the Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, which the 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 title leaked a couple weeks ago and we talked about how shitty it was last week. Yeah. Um, it's, it's coming out December 3rd, which it, Xbox leaked that last week as well. <laughs> uh, and it's a Greek mythology, uh, game. It used to be gods and monsters. Um, and it's coming to switch Xbox one, PS4, Stadia, PC, and it's going to be a free upgrade to PS5 and Xbox series S and X. Uh, but it is basically, like I said last week, I watched the, uh, the leaked demo that came out a while back. And, uh, it's like Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, and Breath of the Wild had a baby. Um, then a bunch of gameplay um, previews came out right after the event. I watched a couple of them. I don't know if you got a chance to see any of this, Gables, but what did you think of the uh, 
reveal that well, this is the first time we've actually seen real gameplay of it and what did you think of the uh the whole trailer we got for it the gameplay definitely was very familiar but at the same time there were there were some interesting elements to it i did like a lot of the visuals that were going on the screen it kind of gave me mm-hmm. a little bit of hints of uh how kid icarus uprising was back on the 3ds yeah, you know I in terms of in terms of like the some bits of the designs and the directions, but this is definitely have heavily Breath of the Wild influence in more of the ways than one in some regards. But I'm talking about like certain certain sceneries inside the trailer in and of itself, like that back view when you would go through and you view like uh, in Breath of the Wild when you wake up out of that chamber and you go and the first thing yeah. you see as you go into the opening thing is like that huge castle with calamity ganon going on in the distance and all of a sudden everything else going and moving and living and breathing you know and then all of a sudden inside this trailer for this rise this like this immortals <coughs> pardon me inside that uh, immortals game something similar to that effect was going through and so basically you have phoenix going through looking out in the distance, and it's sort of something similar to where they have, like, some sort of main obstacle in the distance, and all of a sudden you have this and that. I mean, they're they're making no attempt to, like, say, cover up a lot of the borrowed influence of, like, a game like Breath of the Wild. But what's weird is, sorry to cut you off, but, like, they, I guess people were talking about, like, when they did the preview, and there was, like, a guy talking to him in the preview. It's like, oh, this, this kind of reminds me of, like, Breath of the Wild. And it's like, yeah, we're trying to get away from that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, are you really? Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. And what's hilarious about it is the same game is going to be on the Switch as well. So yeah. you have. Well, hey, man, you want to get those Breath of the Wild fans. That's where, that's where all that. So. Oh, yeah, Switch. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. The gameplay of itself looked fine. It looked all right. I still need to look and see more in regards to when that game does come out. I'm waiting on reviews. I'm pretty much waiting on consumer reviews on who gets the game, how it plays. I watched a little bit of what. Uh, a YouTuber misclicked gaming and stuff, what she went through and played, because she had a chance to test some gameplay stuff out through what Ubisoft invited her to go through and play off through the demo. And yeah, a bunch of YouTubers are getting access to playing the demo of uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising and stuff. But uh, gameplay looks alright. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm with you. Where, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's like, it's almost, it's, it's like, that's a good point I had with like, I, I knocked like, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order last year a lot because it's like, like they take a lot of elements from different games and it's like I said there's nothing wrong with that but it's like there's a point where you don't do it well enough like you just you like you know you do like a lot of games do it like A plus you know level and it's like or even A minus level and it's like we're gonna take these ten great things from other games and put them in our game but we're gonna do them at a B level and it's like. And you're sitting there like, oh, I've done this better somewhere else. Oh, I've done this better somewhere else. I got that exact oh, same a... feeling when I first played Castlevania Lords of Shadows. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. It's the that's same thing I felt. The, that's the Kojima one, isn't it? Um, yeah, actually. It was yeah, the Kojima okay. one. I mean, there were some aspects of it was good. But the the same thing kind of rings true with uh, with our comparison here for like Immortals, Phoenix Rising and stuff, yeah. where Lords of Shadows back in the day when it released, you know, there was a lot of borrowed influence for great games at the time. God of War, Shadow of the Colossus was definitely another borrowed influence and stuff, plus uh, some other some other sorts of uh, popular games at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot, like, I loved AC Odyssey. 
Um, I think this is made with the same people that made uh, AC, AC Odyssey, but it's just got a weird vibe to it too. Remember what's that? Uh, is it Godfall? They had that really weird like trailer not too long ago when they played rap over it. Yep. And it's like this doesn't fit, and this one like the first <laughs> thing we get is we get fucking James Brown playing in the background. Like, <laughs> I thought get... something was off about that. <laughs> and then it's like uh, we get fucking you know we got James Brown in the background, and then it's like we also have like like the way that Phoenix reacts it just reminds me of like. The weird like EA Sims trailers that we get, it's like oh. this. It looks like you put a sim in a like as your main character in this game. Uh, just the way like and like it's the, you you can like create your phoenix the way you want it and uh, make it a boy or girl. And it's just like you can spin in a chair. I don't know. I'm sitting I'm like this. Look, reminds me of like a fucking like how EA reveals their sims stuff. But um, I don't know. It's just like I said. Like it has all the obviously. It's just like blatant rip off of fucking breath of the wild so even like the first thing you see is like comes out on like you're on the cliff and it pulls out binocular like i said you can see the castle in the background and then you got like but you also got like zeus cracking jokes in the background it's like what is the vibe of this what is this game like is this a, like my this would be like a fun jokesy game am i supposed to take this seriously like it's like then they have vaults which are obviously shrines and they're like there's puzzles and there's um ones you have to defeat a wave of enemies or to just defeat one enemy um, it's like there's 60 volts, but they're not shrines, they're vaults. Um, I don't know. It's just, and it's got the gameplay of, you know, of, of Icy Odyssey where you use the LT, R2 and stuff like that, or LT and R, RT to like attack because everybody on the game previews was playing on like an Xbox controller. So that's why I said that. But, uh, I don't know. Like I'm with you where I was like, I want to see what people, say about when it comes out like the previews came out a lot of people said yeah they liked it but I, i'm not seeing a lot of people raving about it so sure. um but and it's also it's like it's just it's a gonna be an open world game at that point in time and it's like like i said like the rest of the year is pretty filled up which i'll get to in a second um but i don't know it's a wait and see kind of game definitely re- when reviews come out i think it's gonna make a break we gotta check it out uh next up we have uh, prince of persia the sands of time is getting a uh allegedly it's a modern remake uh <laughs> Okay, Modern but it's remake. coming. Yeah, it's coming. I think they said in January of 2021. I believe they said uh, January 21st. Uh, yeah, so it is. Uh, it's but it's only coming to Xbox One, PS, uh, PS4, and PC. It's weird. They said it was coming to Switch in a tweet. Uh, then they re, re uh, came back and said no, it's not coming to Switch. But it's gonna be 40 bucks. It's a remake of the 2003 uh, Stands of Time. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Prince of Persia guy. I, I never really played them, so I don't really have any like love or looking forward to this at all but i don't give what, what did you think of this thing well to be perfectly honest with you i am kind of excited that uh, i that i will finally get a chance to play this game that uh, you know wasn't like a bastardized port on from the ps2 <laughs> yeah. which quintessentially the the prince of persia trilogy on ps3 was that it had a lot of sound issues and i remember certain Oh god, I remember certain like uh, sound effects just being off, and that's what kind of turned me off to the gameplay of playing, trying to play Sands of Time back then. But uh, I'm excited to go through because I have never played Sands of Time all the way through. It's going to be coming out early next year, so it's going to be more incentive. Hey, this is probably going to be my first Prince of Persia game where I actually want to play through it. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> all right, I th- this looks awful. You know, like I don't, like yeah. I said, maybe I'd be more excited if I if I had like if the game plays fine, then I think that that's gonna fix a lot of issues. Um, but it's like we don't, you know, all we have is 
what we've seen so far. And like they show a lot of pre-alpha stuff, which is why you show me pre-alpha stuff when the game comes out in three months or yeah, no four doubt. Months. Um, I don't know. It's just it looks like a up-res early PS3 game. Is the way I look at that game. Like it just yeah, it's like they just did a little bit of work to it to bring it over. Yeah, to, up it's to just PS4. Om- like almost a bare minimum sort of. Yeah, so it's like I almost like I wonder if like that's an issue. Was it was it a time constraint thing or was it a budget thing? Like, what's the deal with that thing? Or like I don't know. Um, but yeah, it did not impress. I think that was pretty disappointing to see. Uh, or I don't know, like maybe I, you know, if it looked good, I, I I could see myself jumping into a Prince of Persia. But it's like I don't know, maybe when it comes out, people are saying good things about it. Um, which is mine, but forty bucks for that is a little steep. Especially, I mean, like we just reamed on fucking Nintendo last week. It's like about their there are three ports coming to switch for 60 bucks and uh talking about how great activision's doing with their ports they're giving us spiral trilogy and crash trilogy for 40 bucks and tony hawk one and two for 40 bucks yeah. so and you got to think vicarious visions to get all that stuff done correctly it's not yeah. like a lazy ass port say like how nintendo's doing these mario games they're going to be releasing on the 18th where it's basically high-res ports when essentially mm-hmm. with hardly any type of minimal things done to them you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but moving on, this is the like the one big reveal they had. It's like their one more thing. Uh, we had Riders Republic. Um, it's an extreme sports, massive multiplayer online game. So it's basically like a battle royale game, but like like if Steep and Trials got together and made a baby, um, this is what that be with a battle royale. It's coming February twenty fifth. It's coming to everything, new next gen, this gen, fifty players online at once. Uh, they have. Uh, biking, wingsuiting, skiing, snowboarding, and more. Um, and there's gonna be a giant map. So I have don't know what the fuck this game is. Um, <laughs> it, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I just don't know what it is. This just looks like a bunch of shit was like mashed together. Like it's like when you like fight with like your wrestlers and or like your army man when you're a kid and you just kind of mash them together. Yeah. That's kind of what the what 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 this game seems like. Like we're just gonna mash all these different game styles and uh, different extreme sports stuff together. And this is what they got. But this is come. This is from the steep creators. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. But what about you? To be perfectly honest with you, I was kind of meh for the whole thing. I didn't yeah. see too much into it, but from the things I did see, I wasn't impressed. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to see more from it, but uh, I, I don't know. This is the full price game. I, I, there's, I fuck. There's no way. But um, next we had Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. The game returns. It is the uh, uh, complete edition. Uh, I think they said it's coming. I think it released date, but I think they said it's coming later. It's coming this holiday. Uh, it's gonna be coming to all the all the consoles. Um, I I played this way back on the 360 on a sale, and it's like it's just a fun beat 'em up game. But uh, from all like, I mean, if like you, I don't know. I feel like right now there's better. I mean, unless you're like a Scott Pilgrim fan, which I love the movie. You don't get me wrong, but it's like I don't have like any love for the the comics or anything, but, um, I don't know. It, it was seem it was fine back then, but I just like, we've had two pretty good beat em ups come out, come out recently with Streets Rage 4 and Battletoads. So I agree. I mean, if, if you're looking for like a good beat em up game, I don't think this is the, like there's other ones you should play before that, but I don't know. I mean, I said, it seemed fine. And like, I played it because I like the movie, but I don't know. Do, do you have any fanfare for this one? Actually I do. Cause oh, okay. I used to play this game. I played this game a lot on the PS3 when it did oh. initially come out. I remember playing a lot. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I did love a lot of the music because the music in and of itself was from Anamanaguchi. Fantastic chip tunes. 
fantastic chiptune tracks. I know for a fact it was more or less in the styles of River City Ransom in terms of the gameplay, where it's basically you're using, like, uh, zipping the currency in order to upgrade certain things of, like, moves, like, getting, like, I think it was, like, very stat increments, if I remember correctly. But I did like going through some bits of the boss battles because each one of Ramona Flowers' like ex-boyfriends, or like just ex-lovers in general, mm. all of those boss battles were simultaneously different than the last one, and some of them like were more funnier or more epic than the other. And uh, I really enjoyed it back then because I do remember like one of uh, the boss battles was like against this dude that uh, he basically plays like his guitar like guitar hero and stuff like that just doing all this just shredding these chords and all of a sudden you and scott pilgrim just go through just tap one button and just go through just punches him in the face and he just flips you off before <laughs> before your epic boss battle but uh it was just moments of like quirkiness and also moments of like things i remember most the gameplay in of itself i felt was pretty solid back then but uh that was basically it was just basically sort of like the standard beat 'em up at that time, though. Because what made the game good to me and why I remember it, even like 10 years later after playing it, I remember the music being awesome. I remember the stage stuff being pretty cool. There was lots of little hidden things here and there. But uh, what's going to be different about this complete package is you're going to get the DLC stuff that uh, was inside... That was later released for the other versions, but... Uh, because of how licensing issues were, you're not able to actually go through and, ex- and buy Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for Xbox 360 or even the PS3 now because of the whole their licensing issue stuff expired. So many players have not been able to buy that game at all. And so it's like, even though I technically still own the game on PS3... I've re-downloaded that game once before, like a few years ago, when I had a fun time playing it. So it's like, when it does eventually come out, I I honestly want to play through this game again. I am in the mood to where I want to get this game. I believe there's going to be a physical thing to it. I'm not sure. But uh, mm. if so, that would be nice. <laughs> Something like oh, that concrete. <laughs> there was that talk of it. They said that right now... Um... Even who's people that does like the limited runs? Is it, is it called limited run actually? Yeah, it's actually called limited yeah. run. Yes. Yeah, and then there's one other one that does uh, like like smaller games get physical editions. Like I have the Hyperlight Drifter physical edition. Oh, yeah. um, I said as of right now, there's no plans uh, for physical editions. So and ah. Ubisoft hasn't said anything. So, but well, that, that's yeah, a shame. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, that, I mean, like I said, I don't have the hype level for that. But I'm happy happy you do. I know there's a lot of people out there. Like that was probably the biggest thing out of this event was. Uh, was probably the, the I think that's got the most fanfare. Of yeah, was that on Twitter that that blew up was the Scott Pilgrim stuff that was like leaking a little bit beforehand though. There was talks of that, so that I mean, yeah, that's cool though. I'm, I'm happy for free cables. Yeah. Um, but moving on, so the rest the rest of the stuff is like small stuff. I'll run through it real fast. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, you get a free um, upgrade if you have Rainbow Six Siege already. It's been out since like 2015. Uh, we'll have a next gen upgrade next year for free. And people that have it on next gen will be will get it for in 4K and 120 frames per second, um, and also they announced that uh, Sam Fisher will be um, in the new season content. And then we had um, this is the, the so Watch Dogs Legion, they had the weird uh, Stormzy is the uh, is the rapper uh, from the UK. He did a, a um, music video in there, and then also everybody's favorite hero, 
Aiden Pierce is back mm. from Watch Dogs 1. He is going to be in this game as DLC expansion. So I don't know if that's paid or not. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of my reaction. Is that I'm like, I was like, oh, sweet. We're going to get, um, oh, I just spaced his name. But the guy from the second one, which was actually, I liked him a lot. Um, I think it was like anybody back from the second one. That would have been awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's going to be the uh, the DLC expansion. That was, a, that was a big deal. That was like the last final push for um, Watch Dogs Legion. And then there's a limited edition, uh, limited uh, time turbo mode coming to Hyperscape. So that was everything coming out for it. Um, I don't know. Overall, Gables, what did you think of this event? Honestly, I think the event, the whole entirety thing was like a wet fart. And mm-hmm. that's that's perfectly like how I feel about it. Because there were like minuscule things that did appeal to some of the fan bases, you know, that... Uh, <clears throat> The some fan bases, let me correct myself, the some bad fan bases that like the little incremental games that Ubisoft did go through and cover the whole, what was it, the whole Rainbow Six stuff, mm-hmm. and like, uh, <clears throat> some bit of like, uh, you know, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, and all the other stuff, I mean, those are the stuff that we didn't know, honestly, in my personal opinion, the best thing in that show was the revealing of the 10 year anniversary of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That was the biggest thing for me. Second being like, okay, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, that's fine. But uh, I, like I said, thought it was a wet fart. I think it was not as big of a thing as it could have been. I thought it would have been more appropriate just to release a series of trailers because uh, (laughs) it would have been a great idea just to do it that way instead of sitting through, what, like an hour's worth of... uh, fluff and bullshit mm-hmm. <laughs> but i didn't like it too much how about yourself yeah. tyler um i i i think in some ways it was better than the uh the last one we had the last one was like here's stuff you know about like here's some more watchdog legion stuff gameplay uh here's the first time we actually saw, saw gameplay of valhalla uh, a couple of other like you know updates on their other games have been out for a while and then ended with the far cry 6 announcement which i think would have been a bigger deal if it hadn't leaked a couple days beforehand um you know, same with this event where I think, you know, some of the, you know, the, they, I guess they said, but like the, the, the immortal stuff that leaks to that were coming out beforehand. And then we've already had the demo out for a while. Um, Prince Persia thing that leaked, but um, then the screenshots came out that morning and I was like, oh, okay. But like, I mean, it's shocking yep. that Riders Republic never leaked. Like it's the first time they've actually were able to actually re- reveal a game without everybody already knowing everything about it um, in years. Um, and I mean, it was definitely, I was, I was looking forward to this one more just because I, I was, looking forward to gods and monsters and i was like oh man there's actually gonna be some so it's kind of like the last one was like what you expect from ea play where it's like we're just gonna talk about the shit you're know about like you maybe will get an announcement every now and again but like most part it's just updates on on games that have been out and then here's you know the our annual games you're, you you get all the time um is that this one was a little different but it, it was okay it was fine i was i i was never like really bored um, for the most part, but I, I, they always have my attention, but I was never like really overly excited for anything that was shown off. But for something I was extremely excited about, Gables, yeah, uh, I literally tweeted about the night before about how I loved the get you a know, Hyrule Warriors 2. My wish was granted. <laughs> Six hours later, Nintendo comes out and announces Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, okay, that's is... November. Go ahead. That is fucking hilarious. You tweet that, oh, oh, I wish there was a Hyrule Warriors too, and all of a sudden yeah. it's like, bam, like, 
Oh god. Yeah. Right before I go to bed, I was like, oh fuck, man, I love Hyrule Warriors too. I don't know why. But then, like, I wake up in the morning and people are like, I see some uh, someone post on Facebook, uh, like, uh, Hyrule Warrior, or I saw a thing about uh, the uh, Breath of the Wild prequel. I'm like, huh? I was like, oh, is this Breath of the Wild two news? And I kind of find out even better. Tyra Warriors too, <laughs> uh, Age of Calamity. So it is a um, it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. It's going to take place 100 years before Breath of the Wild, um, and we 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 got a little trailer from it. Uh, not a lot of gameplay, but uh, yeah, there's about a six minute video. They did say that we you know, we know you're excited for Breath of the Wild two. We're going to have to wait a little bit longer for that uh, uh, to get more information on that. But uh, oh boy, Gables, I am so fucking pumped for this. You have no idea how excited I am for this goddamn game, um, but uh, what did what, you th- what did you think when you saw this news? Shocked, I was absolutely shocked because I was not expecting another Hyrule Warriors style game to be announced so soon, especially since we're still waiting upon more news of Breath of the Wild two. Literally, hmm. Monday morning hits. I'm. It's like around 8.30, around 9 o'clock my time, and I'm just going to go through getting ready for work and stuff, so I'm watching something on YouTube, and all of a sudden, as soon as I'm done with one video, I see on my time, on my little timeline thing, it's like, oh, you know, this is like Hyrule Warriors, like like, <laughs> like Calamity of Ganon or whatsoever, and I'm like, Age of Calamity. Like, Age of Calamity, like, what? Like, I see this, it was updated like about 30 minutes ago, like, what, what the hell is this? And all of a sudden, I go through, I click on the video, there's A.G. Numa just go through his, he's popping up on the screen. Like, hey, yeah, we'd like to introduce you to the prequel here to Breath of the Wild. I'm like, oh, wait, what? And as soon as the gameplay hits, one thing shocks me. This game, this Age of Calamity, this Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, it looks like it's done entirely inside of the Breath of the Wild engine. Yes. It looked gorgeous. It looked like I was actually playing Breath of the Wild, and I, and I had to just hold back for a moment. But it was like, I see that gameplay inside that engine and stuff, and I see these crowds, these, these mobs of monsters, all these moblins, all these little friggin' skeleton mob monsters and stuff, the Lynels, all this other shit. And here you are, you're playing as either Link or Rivali or Barbosa or Daruk and stuff, and you're just just wailing, just, just uh, freaking wave after wave of Ganon's forces and stuff. And it, there's a lot of hints of strong story elements. This has gotten me excited. This has gotten me so excited. I want to pop in Hyrule Warriors to the Definitive Edition. I want to start playing it. <laughs> well, That's I, how much I fucking was pumped for it. What, what was your thoughts on the original Hyrule Warriors? I, I can't remember. To be perfectly honest with you, Tyler, it was one of those games where... It was one of the games where I was in the mood to play it, and all of a sudden another game came along, and uh, that distracted me, and I didn't go back to it. I own another oh. Wii U, but I also own it on the Switch, because I got the Definitive Edition, because I knew eventually I would play it through on the Switch. <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've talked about it a lot over the over the years. I think it was like, I think the first one came out in like 2000, was it 14, 15, I want to say? I, um, I think so. Um. I know it was one of those two years. I can't remember which one though. But um, I fuck. I, I went. I don't. I don't like. I didn't. I never heard the term Musu until uh, this was announced. But uh, I've now I've heard it a million times. But like, I don't care for Dynasty Warrior games and all those. Like, those are not. Like, I, I never play them. But it's like, I, I 
you know, Hyrule Warriors. I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's a, I was like, it's a, it's a Wii, it's a Wii U exclusive game. It's a Zelda kind of game. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm all in for it. I'll check it out. But you know, I'm, I've never, you know, been a big fan of those games. So it's like, fuck it. I'll check it out. You know, once I'm playing Wii U, and I remember playing it for like the first few missions. I'm like, okay, it seems fine, whatever. And I don't know, something clicked with me, man. I'm just like, I love that game. I flew through that game so fast. I had a blast with it. And then I remember going over to Justin's house, and he was playing it, and I had already beaten it. And he thought he had beaten it as well. And I'm like. No, dude. There's like four more missions after that. He's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man." Like he went and's like, "Oh shit!" And it's like <laughs> the excitement on his face when he realized he had more missions to do. And I don't want to spoil it for Gables, but because it's pretty cool what happens. Okay. But because it looks, it's it seems like it's over, and then something happens, and then there's like four more missions after that. They're just they're probably wow. the best parts of that game. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, uh. I mean, I love that game, and like I got it again on the on the on the Switch, and I played a good chunk of it, but I never finished it again. But um, yeah, like I'm so fucking pumped for this, and especially with the idea that it's gonna look. It looks like Breath of the Wild, like they're they're using the assets of that game, um, and like I I rag on Breath of the Wild a lot, but only because it's like it's, it, everybody praises it so much. It's just kind of a fun like troll kind of thing with it. Where it's like I I do believe it's still like the seventh best game of 2017. But I, 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 like I said, I agree that's probably one of the greatest games ever made uh, at the same time. But, uh, like, the best part of that game, the most interesting part of that to me was, was like, the story elements, which is crazy to think of a Zelda game. But, like, the what happened 100 years ago in that? Like, what happened with Calamity Ganon? And with these, they always talk about these wars. And, like, there's a, there's some cutscenes and stuff like that that kind of, like, tell you about stuff. And there's some stuff you find around the, in, the, in the world as you explore. But it's, like... The fact that we're finally going to get the answers to those questions is it's crazy to think it's like it's kind of like um, uh, Star Wars. Uh, uh, I almost said New Hope. It's not New Hope. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One, where it's like, you know, that was like the prequel to Star Wars uh, New Hope. And it's like we already know they succeed, but they all die in the process. And it's like and it's the same thing. It's like we all know they we all know that they fail in, in this one. And, uh, you know, in the hundred years ago, Breath of the Wild, like we know they fail. We know that the Guardians die. We know that Link gets put put away for a hundred years. So it's like, I, yeah, it's like I can't wait to to see that. And it's also kind of cool, like some of the the stuff we see. I watched some gaming explain videos where they showed like comparison shots. So here's what it looks like in Breath of the Wild. Here's what it looks like in the trailer for Age of Calamity. It's like the differences and all that, and then uh, just the way that everybody fights. I mean, I'm so fucking pumped for this. November twentieth can't get here fast enough. It's gonna be. Um, it sucks. It comes with a goddamn day after fucking cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of <laughs> shitty. No. And the the rumored release a week after probably the PS five will be out too, which hopefully oh. launch. So yeah, but, oh. uh, oh, man, man, this is the first time I'm hearing that all of a sudden I'm like, Oh no, it's like cyberpunk 2077 so, and fucking Hyrule Warriors. So Ganon. I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, oh my God. cause I, I have a note thing. Like, uh, I've had this before. I have like on my on my phone, on my iPhone. I have a the notepad. One of my notepads, one of the folders in there is it keeps track of release dates for games, so that way I always know. And then I keep tracks of like if I've pre-ordered them or not, because I've talked about before I've accidentally pre-ordered the same game multiple different places and just not oh, realized God. it. Um, so I was looking at it. And I'm like, oh man, like I was I was typing in you know Hyrule Warriors in there, and I was like I'm like looking at November. And I'm like fuck. So I, I wrote. I, so now I went and typed it out. This, so these are not all the games I want. These are just all the. The big games that are coming out. So this is pretty much from like late October to early December. So there's a rumored Mass Effect trilogy that's coming out at the end of October. Mm-hmm. There's Watch Dogs Legions October 29th. Pikmin 3 October 30th. No, not the big game, but it's still it's still a decent sized game. 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla on November 10th. Destiny 2 Beyond Light uh, expansion, November 10th. Gears Tactics on November 10th. Black Ops Cold War, November 13th. Cyberpunk, November 19th. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, November 20th. And Immortals Phoenix Rising, December 3rd. Dude. And then that doesn't include Spider-Man's in there, and possibly Ratchet is in there somewhere. And Demon Souls, possibly. Dude, we have not had a packed holiday like that in years. Yeah. Usually it's like, I remember like 2014 was fucking nuts for me. But it's like ever since then, I'm like, all right, it's kind of spread. Like, it got a little crazy sometimes, but like, all right, it's spread out enough. But I'm like looking, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely getting Mass Effect. Okay. If it if it does, in fact, come out this year. Like, Gears Tactics, I do want to play. I got Game Pass. I could, I'm going to play that. Um, but I was looking forward. I was probably, I'd buy it anyways. Black Ops Cold War, I want to play, but I'm going to wait on that one. Um, Cyberpunk, I am excited for. Howard Warriors, most excited for. Yep. Spider-Man, extremely excited for. Immortals, possibly excited for ratchet definitely excited for there th- this is fucking nuts gables what mm-hmm. we they need to get together and like plan this shit out it's like all right guys th- <laughs> we this is too much tyler is stressing out about video games we gotta spread this shit out i do want to mention on, on one hand though that the the pre-order charge for my i, I digitally pre-ordered uh uh the the mario collection so i was able to finally put my 75 dollar uh eShop card in my in my wallet on on my Switch. So uh, crisis averted, guys. Crisis Good, is averted, dude. So yeah, that's one less one giant stress off my. I, I was finally able to throw that card away four months later. Like I don't have to worry about losing you now. <laughs> you were spent. But um, yeah, I, I like I said, I'm so goddamn excited for fucking Age of Calamity. Like I was talking uh, some people online. I'm like, man, I I think I'm more excited for this than I probably am anything else. Like even the new consoles, like even Spider Man, like I mean, unless Wednesday comes and we we get blown away by Miles Morales, which I already know I'm gonna be excited for anyways. But like, it, if it comes out, it's crazy. That's that's gonna be cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. Anything, oh, and uh, one more thing, I want to throw in there: uh, No More Heroes Three was officially delayed to 2021. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So the next thing we're like, I think we're kind of waiting for is that Bravely Default Two, um, the third Bravely Default game. Um, you know, what, if that that's supposed to be a 2020 game, so I'm wondering um, what's going on with that. But I, heard, I guess, like, they had that demo come out, like, four or five months ago, and it was, like, barely default people hated it. Or, like, it just, it had, the demo was, like, it, it had a lot of backlash, and Square Enix was, like, completely blindsided by it. They didn't expect it. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking the game probably got delayed, but I'm sure we'll hear something soon. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. But, um, I don't know. Anything else you want to say before we move on? You're probably honest with you now. We can move okay. on. All right, so I told you this one before the show, and you laughed for about a good minute. Um, so 505 Games, who was the publisher for uh, Controlled, came out. We talked about this uh, not too long ago. That uh, They said that if you want to get the uh, next-gen version of Control, you have, excuse me, you have to buy the Ultimate Edition for $40. It comes with all the content and the main game. Um, even if you bought the Deluxe Edition, like someone like myself, we paid the extra money for the Deluxe Edition. Um they said that um, you know that there's just there's some blockers there. There's, there's just no way that they can they can uh, give a free upgrade to people. Just, there's issues with it. That's on not they're not on their end. They can't do it. Um, and then uh, Wednesday morning, they accidentally gave uh, everybody free upgrades uh, that have the deluxe edition uh, for about I believe like four hours. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so um, 
Or so basically, what they did though is that what, so here that kind of explains to you. So they accidentally gave anybody that bought the deluxe edition, so someone like myself, you were able to just download for free the ultimate edition. You can just go on the on the PlayStation Store and go on there and click you know install or whatever for with no charge. So basically, this they had this whole long fucking um, post about like here's the issues, explaining it like oh well, we can't. They didn't really give it. They don't explain why they said they couldn't do it, and then they did it. So, um, I mean, this, I mean, obviously, I, I guess like kind of find out five five games is like really shitty at what they do. Uh, like I was, I was hearing about like, so there's that bloodstain game. They, they, when they brought it to the switch, they accidentally put like a bunch of like the original run of the games. They accidentally put the wrong, uh, file on the, on the game. They put an older build on the, uh, on, on the game. So he had like people that bought like the first run of the physical editions of switch, um, got the uh an older version of it so they had to do like yep. a, a patch to fix it uh and then there's a couple other games they did that too where like they're not like that but they like they just royally botched like shit and like they just kind of overall like kind of treat their uh their people that work for, like the people they signed contracts with like garbage so uh needless to say five five games is uh they're a piece of shit for uh as gamers but i don't know that's just kind of i mean as someone that like i talked about before that that really irks me more than anything because i am somebody that bought the deluxe edition you know i haven't played the dlc yet i want to play it and I was like, um, that's going to be something I'm going to wait for in a dead time. Kind of like when I have a decent, like a couple weeks that I could just sit down and knock them both out. And I was like, oh man, playing them on the new consoles. I don't know, I could play with backwards compatibility. I already own them. But it's like having the upgrade editions that I've talked about before, like those games ran, like did not did not run well uh, on, on the PS4. Maybe, I don't know if it's going to run any better on the PS5 or whatever, but I don't know. It's just, it just irks me all the, all the more. So uh, did, didn't you buy uh, the Bloodstain game on physically or did you buy it digitally? I did buy it physically, actually, and there is still issues present to this day that uh, still needs to be fixed on the Switch port. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, it's a lot better than what it was in its earliest state. Okay. But uh, while we go, while we're still on the topic of 505, in regards to the whole control stuff, I mean, wow, that is pretty much the biggest piece of shit news that I've heard this week in regards to the gaming news-wise 505 games tell you they can't do it all of a sudden something someone hit the wrong switch and gave people access for four hours to download that stuff for free if you own the digital version the digital deluxe edition pardon me yeah 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 well there's no excuse anymore 505 no excuse whatsoever no so yeah. you either you either fucking go through and have people upgrade their fucking PS4 to PS5 copies for free, or we're gonna call you out on your bullshit. <laughs> kind of like exactly what a lot of gamers are doing right now. But yeah, that's a terrible look for them. Absolutely yeah. terrible look. It makes them look greedy, and also <laughs> makes people feel more hesitant in regards to what else they're gonna do next. Yeah, and so I found out the other thing, the Indivisible game they had, um, they were the publishers for that one as well. They accidentally released the uh, digital edition uh, like two months early on the Switch. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So it, it fucked over the people that were like, because uh, it was a Kickstarter game. So the people that Kickstarted it, um, they, were, like, they were supposed to get it like with it. They, they ended up having to waiting. And, uh, so everybody could buy it digitally. But they had to wait a couple months to actually get it um, delivered in the house. They put it physically. Wow. So I remember that same ha- thing happened with uh, Friday the 13th, where like 
this guy. I remember. I remember. I don't know. I, what was it for? I was at a. I was at a midnight launch for uh, something at GameStop, and I don't remember what I was getting. I was. It was Evil Within two, and I remember. I don't know why. I, I remember going there because I had. I just randomly had like the day after off. So I'm like, and they like were having a midnight launch because there's like three big games coming out that day. I'm like, well, I might as well go pick up Evil Within two, and then and Friday thirteenth was there, and like was we one the one of the games come out. They come out the same day as Evil Within two, and this guy was like in line getting a collector edition. He's like. He's like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. He's like, I'm like, why? And he's like, I, uh, I, I paid so much money to get to get the the like the biggest collection you can get for the game, on on Kickstarter. But it's like, it's like that. I'm not gonna get that for like four or five more months. But I'm coming to GameStop. I'm gonna buy it, buy that edition here at GameStop. But they can't give me my copy I bought a year ago. So it's like kind of the same idea. It's like, ah, oh. but I mean, this wasn't, um, you know, that was the developers fuck up. This is the publisher fuck up. So. Um, yeah, they're pretty bad at what they do, it sounds like, and they're just overall pretty shitty. Um, but uh, we've already kind of hinted at it before, so not too much more to say on it. But we're having the PlayStation event, uh, event, uh, 5 event on Wednesday, September 16th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Um, we've already kind of touched on it, but I mean, I, I, I do want to, you know, we'll kind of do our, like, our, uh, what we're expecting and maybe some, like, weird predictions, if anything you're thinking. Uh, I mean, what, what do you want, what do you think we'll see out of this? And, you know, we'll, like, I mean, so are you thinking four or five hundred dollars is what we're going to see for this stuff? To be perfectly honest with you, that's exactly what I'm thinking. We're going to be seeing the disc version of the PS5 go through at about four hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Then the digital one be about three ninety nine ninety nine. I do not expect Sony to drop their digital edition below four hundred dollars. But at the same time, I think we're going to be getting, obviously we're going to be getting concrete console prices, console release dates. And to be perfectly honest with you, I feel like that Sony is going to release the PS5 probably around the same week. That's what I feel like is going to happen. I feel they're going to release both both those systems, both their versions and stuff like that, the same week as the Xbox One. Oh, the Xbox Series X and Series S. Yeah. I feel um, like that's strong possibility. Okay. And what do you think about games? In terms of games, we're definitely going to be seeing more clarification on the releases of Spider-Man Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank. I mean, Ratchet and Clank, we've already heard it's going to be launch window, but at the same yeah. time, we don't know when in terms of launch window. It could be a month from after, or it could be within the next, like, three months until, like, the fiscal quarter ends. Like, uh, I'm not 100% sure what they're going through, but I feel like other than the console prices and release dates, for in terms of games, we're going to be definitely seeing more of like Spider-Man Miles Morales getting a concrete release date for that. It's probably going to be going through in uh, mid-November, so I'm ex- probably assuming it's going to be like on the uh, 17th, I want to guess, of November. But uh, there probably is going to be one other game probably revealed that we are not aware of not sure 100 percent exactly but i still yeah. feel like they're they've mm-hmm. got a couple more surprises upon like other sleeves in order to get people more enticed to invest inside of a playstation 5 at launch because mm-hmm. honestly i'm kind of with you tyler where i don't feel like they're going to be doing like a monthly pay program for their systems <laughs> but uh that's pretty much what i feel but mm-hmm. tyler what were you thinking? Um, I think you know I've, I've talked about it. I've, $500 I think is worth I don't think they can go any higher 
then that, I don't think they're going to go any lower because the, the rumor is it's going to cost uh, the box itself is 470 to make. And then you got shipping, you got packaging and shipping and handling on top of that. So I think they're going to lose money on this box, which I mean, they, they, most customers, most gamers are console makers do uh, very rarely at, at, at launch. I think other than Nintendo, nobody, nobody makes money off of their launch. Um, so, and I think Sony's in a, in a good enough spot now where they can, they can do that. I know like the company itself, like, PlayStation is the most marketable, it's the most profitable part of them, but I think if they don't do this, like it can hurt them more. I mean, basically, it's it's kind of like how we're going. Like you look at like, and it's so easy to say, but it's like we've seen everybody fuck it up. Like last generation, where it's like PlayStation fucked up PS3. It was like all you had to do was not fuck it up, and they fucked it up royally. Xbox, yep. they were going in with the lead. Don't fuck it up with Xbox One. They fucked it up. The the Wii, I mean, the Nintendo was was struggling towards the, end, the last couple years of the Wii. wasn't Obviously, that kind of fell off. But like they really fucked up the Wii U. They just misread yep. everything. Um, so it, it wouldn't. I, I. It would be so heartbreaking to see PlayStation fuck this up. Uh, but I mean, th- they can easily do it because like, so we've seen them all do it. But hopefully they've learned not to do it. But um, I, I think five hundred for that. And I, I wouldn't be shocked to see three fifty for the 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 discless uh, PS five. Uh, I, I do think four hundred. I think they're gonna want because they want to get that three that that three that three ninety nine ninety nine. Besides, instead of four forty nine ninety nine, because that three ninety nine ninety nine sounds a lot cheaper than you know that than it actually is than four fifty, you know it's, it's it sounds a lot more than f- just fifty bucks because you because that th- that I don't know it's just that mental thing where that three makes more, uh just you know it's, it makes a big difference, uh mentally for you know sorry, but you always hear about like game or everything sold at a, uh, the the sense is always at an odd number because it sound uh, uh, odd numbers sound smaller than even numbers even if they're not like a, a three sounds cheaper than a two to something like you know something don't make it 23 make it don't make it 22 cents make it 23 cents i don't know it's a weird thing about it yeah i guess it's true but um so i could see the the 400 for the the discless the ps5 i think that's very realistic um i i you know we're i think we're gonna finally get the big blowout of i mean we have to um of a spider-man miles morales i'm hope i can't fucking wait for that to get that i'm so pumped for that um i think we'll, i don't think we really need to see any more of ratchet and clank at this point we've already seen we've seen most of more of that than anything else uh if any of the of all the games that are coming the next gen we've seen more of ratchet and clank than anything else probably yeah. combined honestly i mean honestly i think combined we've seen more ratchet and clank than medium halo spider-man everything else combined we've seen more of those um we've only got everything except for the release date for it yeah, so I, I think we can maybe get one more trailer, a little more details, and then I think we get I think we get a release date. I don't think December's crazy. Um, I don't think we need it though. I, I I could see that being like an early. I mean, unless they got something else in this place, um, that could be an early twenty twenty one game. I, I think to be good actually too. Um, but I mean, it would just be more of like a layup for them with uh you know with obviously Xbox struggling with launch games. It's like hey, like we got Spider Man and we got Ratchet and Clank. And I think we're gonna see. De- I think we're gonna see gameplay of Demon Souls. It was rated about three weeks ago. Very true. People are saying like when a game, uh, that's when the last thing that gets done for a game is is getting rated. Like that means the game is mostly done or about done. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if we get we get gameplay for that. Possibly a release window or a release date. I'm thinking first half of 2021 at the latest. Um, I know some people are saying a release date. I don't, I don't see, you know, we're coming out with the PS5 launch game, but I don't see that. Um, 
and I think we're going to get one more big thing. Like that's the, that's something everybody's saying is both Xbox and PlayStation are holding back. They got they got one or two big guns, and apparently PlayStation's got a real big gun that they've uh, they haven't shown. I think it's Silent Hill. That's my guess. Huh. Is that we're going to finally see Silent Hill? I, I think it's real. I think that rumor that we had earlier this year is real. I think we're going to see it. I think it's going to happen. I hope maybe it's wishful thinking, especially if it's a Kojima thing. Um, you know, it's gonna be a, a inst, it's gonna be in PlayStation game. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm I'm almost wondering though, like if the leak because the Xbox stuff, uh, Phil Spencer came out, the head of Xbox, and said that they were supposed to that all this stuff was gonna be revealed about the Xbox next week instead of the, this past week. So I'm wondering if the Sony stuff probably wouldn't happen. I'm wondering if like Xbox had like a actual like event planned. Like, will we have seen more, or was this going to be, like, a little thing, like, what we got, basically? Um, I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, they, they they obviously have more stuff up their sleeve, so who knows what they'll announce. Well, I could see them in a couple of weeks, like, okay, well, here's our reveal of stuff coming, because I think they need it, honestly. I mean, I know they're going to kill with the consumer side of it, with price and all that, but, like, if they want to show off more reasons why to buy an Xbox Series SX, um, you know, here, here's more reasons to do it, but... um yeah, that's that, that's what I'm thinking. That's maybe some that's wishful thinking, um, but I think that's what's gonna. I think that's realistic wise. I think that's what's gonna happen. But um, moving on, Gables, uh, that is actually we are done with our uh, topics for the week. So it's like I said, it's been a pretty, pretty crazy week, and it's gonna be yes. uh, another pretty crazy week. We just had a lot of big. Th- like usually you might get one big thing and a bunch of small things, but we just had like a lot. Like we had the Ubisoft for the Xbox stuff, Hyrule Hi- Warriors, PlayStation event announced. Like so, we've had a lot of stuff. Uh, happen this week and we got one big thing happening next week too so uh but moving on into what we've been playing gables what have you been playing all right i've been playing a couple things okay i'm continuing playing destiny 2 alongside a couple of friends and mostly our nights playing together has been through trying to get a bunch of uh stuff knocked out for the whole solstice armor the whole solstice event stuff ended this past week I managed to go through and complete like the base forms of uh, my armor, but at the same point, I couldn't maximize the legendary versions of them because of the fact that uh, my internet and then my whole freaking broadband provider decided to cut out. I kid you not, they decided to cut out like around a day and a half before I had to go through and finish a whole bunch of stuff. So I was literally, <laughs> I was literally went out without internet or some for a day until they, I had to go through and call them up and uh, get things recalibrated and things. Because there was like a massive outage that occurred late last week. And basically what I had to do, I tried to get things going with that game. But I couldn't complete the stuff for the Solstice stuff. But I'm not too heartbroken about it. I have all that armor and stuff inside of my bank now for armor just in case but uh, i've been going through a bunch of other missions like a whole bunch of other bounties and stuff to try to get certain weapons certain gears i have earned a good solid two or three exotic pieces of uh, equipment so i've gotten a couple exotic guns one of them being the rat king which is a gun it's a pistol right it's like a hand i think no it's like a hand cannon stuff where the whole body of the gun itself looks like it has a couple has like a bunch of rats like on the side of the freaking the gun in and of itself 
And its whole shtick is if your party, if your strike team, all of them equip Rat Kings, all of them, <laughs> you're going to be super powered, quintessentially, because it stacks on top of how many people have it in your group. So going through like a strike mission or whatsoever with this gun equipped is going to make things go by smoother. But one thing I can comment on in terms of Destiny 2, since Bungie has left Activision, and from the time I've spent playing Destiny 2, readjusting myself, getting ready for Beyond Light that's going to be coming in November, they've done a lot of good things that have kept me invested and in wanting to go into and play Destiny 2. Like accomplishing certain bounties to earn powerful gear, getting all sorts of various rare drops. I kid you not, Tyler. It's like I'm getting all these different types of engrams right now. Some of the rarer ones are like exotic drops, like prime engrams, umbral engrams, where you use at this one machine, right? And you exchange them for these other specific types of uh, legendary engram stuff that will either have one of a couple different things, depending upon what armor what weapon that you want potentially could get there's a little option to where you press the triangle and you see the details of what you will like one of these items that you will get so quintessentially there's sort of like loot boxes in some <laughs> retrospect but i'm not using money to go through and uh buy these type of things in order to do like a roll no basically i'm earning these legendary engrams these umbral engrams right and exchanging them for these other types of engrams in order to decode them and get whatever it is that pops up. So I've gotten some great weapons doing that. I know right now I'm using a shotgun, an exotic shotgun that I am working on a masterwork thing for. So for some exotic weapons, you have this exotic, like, uh, like almost like a blueprint, right? That you earn and then you have to either defeat or do match these conditions and stuff so much so once you complete 100% you fully mastered that exotic weapon and so I'm doing that with the Lord of Wolves the Lord of Wolves that uh, is like a semi-auto shotgun quintessentially so it's it's quintessentially a semi-auto like fire <laughs> shotgun and I love using it because it cuts through it cuts through Fallen's like armor just like butter almost a lot of the bosses that I've faced while having this weapon all powered up, oh my lord, it definitely is hilarious just to cut through wave after waves of like bosses or other types of monsters and whatsoever. But uh, yeah, I'm having a better time in terms of playing Destiny 2 now that uh, I've got all these new things I can do. Of course, the biggest issue is keeping on the server because... Uh, like what's been happening over the past week and a half, I've been having a lot of issues staying on the Destiny 2 servers, and there has been a lot of times where I've been cut out and just zoomed back to the title screen. Oh, man, I really wish Bungie would fix their shit when it comes to some of the connection stuff. I really do. But uh, there's been other games I have been playing. I did finish up Super Mario All-Stars. I finished up the Super Mario Bros. 3 version inside Mario All-Stars this past week. I pl started playing that when my internet went out that I couldn't play Destiny 2. So I finished up that version and quite honestly it was pleasant. Hmm. I knew a lot what I was doing. 
for kicks and giggles, I didn't go to any of the freaking toad houses besides maybe one because I wanted to get the Hammer Brothers suit, but I never bothered using it. <laughs> but, uh, no, what's hilarious is I went through the entire game. I wanted to go through the, the whole match two card game and stuff so I can see how long it would take me to go through and match the entire board. And quite honestly, I do have little bits of difficulties with that. But with the save state stuff, you can go through and start doing the match too and figure out some bits of the patterns in here and there. So by the time I beat Super Mario Bros. 3 on the Mario All-Stars edition, I had like over 70 lives. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, that's the thing. It adds up quite a bit because I, I know what I'm doing when I'm playing Mario 3. I mean, it's one of the games I've played through from beginning to end. This version in and of itself I hadn't played in so many years, but it was the first, literally like the uh, the version I remember playing the most as a kid, because I never had like access to an NES until I was around, God, I want to say, in my teens. But uh, yeah, I did all that. Then lastly, I decided to buy the Tony Hawk remaster for one and two. Went to Walmart, bought my copy, popped it into my PS4, and man, the first night that I had that game, I was having a ball with it. I absolutely was having a ball. I could not believe the the overall quality of how they retouched, how very vicarious visions retouched a lot of the old maps. I'm still enjoying how much new stuff they packed with it. They've somehow changed some missions on some of the older maps and more or less to improve some of the quality which I do appreciate and there are some good improvements with it what's hilarious is you're still collecting the secret VHS tapes (laughs) (laughs) in modern day 2020 that's the little quirk that I still am laughing about however I've had some bit of difficulty trying to collect all of the stuff inside of these levels I mean, stat point boosts, one thing. The Vicarious Vision symbol, that was something that I have had issues trying to collect in some levels. The first event where you have to earn the, where you have to earn like the, either a gold, silver, or bronze medal in, that first one is, was the most difficult one to try to acquire a Vicarious Vision's like uh, symbol. Basically, what I had to do was figure out how, figure out how to wall ride, jump from a wall ride up to a higher ledge, right? And I finally eventually got myself up to the top where I had to figure out, okay, how am I going to get on this beam and grind all the way over to where that symbol is? Because it's way above near the roof. And it's like right above like a certain bowl and stuff like that that you can skate into. So what I figured out is there's something called a wall plant. Where when you are riding into a wall, you hold the D-pad or the analog stick in the opposite direction while pressing the uh, the X button, and it will launch you to the opposite direction. So I honestly, I needed some more height, and so I double tapped up on the D-pad before releasing X, and that does a boneless. And so what I did was boneless into a wall plant and ricocheted myself all the way up to the railing and got... And got, uh, I finally was able to grind across this freaking heavy beam all the way across the map. 
over eventually to the vicarious vision symbol. But that took me around an hour to try to do because eventually I had to go through and turn on the modifications for perfect rails because I was having trouble maintaining balance all the way from the one beam all the way up to the other. And the first time I actually did that, Tyler, I did it the opposite direction to where I got to the beam, I went to the left instead of the right, and all of a sudden I dropped down like, well, fuck. That took me about 10 minutes to get up there. <laughs> but uh, that was that was the only moment inside this game so far where I've had frustrations. But everything else, the level designs, the recollecting of certain items, familiar checkpoints and stuff, has been a ball. I fully 100% completed the Tony Hawk Pro Skater version. I'm working on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 with about four levels left. I have not touched anything in regards to the online or anything else in that regards. I've been using one skater, and that's been Tony Hawk. I've gotten most of the status boosts, so I've almost maxed out the entirety of uh, Tony Hawk and stuff. But, uh, yeah, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 stuff is actually pretty cool as well. The hangar, when you first started with that, man, the improvements of the visual fidelity alongside the other maps in that that game has been redone well but i gotta admit though what i have proved what i did find kind of annoying is yeah they have the soundtracks the music in regards to both games like from the most part like uncut but uh what i would really would love to have seen is sticking particular tracks in a particular campaign like, a particular, like, uh, mode or something. Like, for example, Tony Hawk 1 music and Tony Hawk 1. Tony Hawk 2 music and Tony Hawk 2. I would have loved to have done that better because that would gave me more... That would have given me more of a nostalgic feel besides, like, uh, having mixtures of certain musical tracks that are going to be inside of both games. So the new tracks were all right. There was, like, a couple I kind of find annoying, <laughs> obviously. Because, <laughs> in my honest opinion, it wouldn't... Didn't really fit like the whole scene, the whole like feel of what you were doing. But I got to admit, this is one of those games where I feel this is a contender inside of one of the best games of the year so far. Hmm. I really enjoyed the gameplay. I've encountered no types of like issues in regards to the glitches or in terms of shoddy like sound or any type of terrible music stuff. And honestly, I've enjoyed playing through these old Tony Hawk games, this these old modes. So other than that, that's all I've been playing. All right. Well, that's cool, man. It's awesome. Glad you're uh, enjoying that game. Um, I haven't been playing much this week. Uh, the only thing I've been playing, honestly, is I, uh, I put my copy of um, Hyrule Warriors back in. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was play, I started playing that one. I haven't played too much. I've played like, you know, like five or six levels of that game. I'm, I'm, I think I'm fairly close to the end now. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I haven't played much, just more Madden, Hyrule Warriors, just kind of waiting for, uh, keeping everything clear until, uh, we get to, uh, I guess, well, next week we're going to have the Mario Collection, and then, uh, like I talked about, uh, about six weeks from now, we're going to get bombarded with games, so it's going to be a good time, but, uh, I don't know, like I said, I've been just playing more Hyrule Warriors, nothing new for me on that front until, uh, next week I'll have, uh, three new games, well, three new old games to play. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, we have more from us. We are on 
pretty much everything twitter facebook twitch youtube spotify uh google podcasts um itunes you think of it you you youtube like i said already yeah if you think of it uh we're on there uh just look up drunk nerds pod drunk dash nerds drunk dash nerds po- podcast um whatever you can look us up on those places subscribe follow like five stars thumbs up comment where we share whatever we can do to help us we really would appreciate it um get our get our names out there appreciate all the new listeners we've had excuse me um but i was host i was Tyler, and i've been colonel gables so until next time everyone try to be careful in this crazy ass world out there mm-hmm. but most importantly of all i like to thank every one of you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey, Gables. Yep. Wear a mask, wipe your ass, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number